Coming up, movie montages, a $15 potato chip, pet costumes, haunted houses, and more, all on today's For or Against. Just old friends on the podcast, we build a defense on ridiculous topics are you for or against? Discussing random issues, man, this show is immense. So tune in and choose the side that you sit on the fence, man. We debate a lot of issues, boy, where do we start? Adults who drink milk and self-driving cars. You're listening now to For or Against. So turn the volume up, this is For or Against. Hello and welcome to For or Against, a podcast for new friends produced by old friends. I'm your host, Mike McFadden. Joining me today are Mike Winan, Patrick Lothian, and Courtney Mueller. Hello, friends. Hello. Hello. Hi, friends. All right. Patrick's down from his uh, treehouse vacation in Rob's office week, so Courtney's filling in again. Thank you so much for joining us, Courtney. We are so glad to have you. having me. Thanks, Courtney. Thank you. Let's start our show off like we do every week, (laughs) finding out what is going on in each of our lives, starting out with Patrick. So I was in a treehouse. You said last time it wasn't a treehouse. There was a tree. Like you go out onto the deck. It's like the level of, of the ground. A tree went through that part of the deck. Okay. But That's then it elevated to an area that had no trees going through it. So I didn't know how you would have felt about that. I should have taken a picture. Was, was the structure around the tree? There was in a, any way, shape, or form? Basically, there was a deck around a tree. At ground I would, level. Cool. I, I would say just by the skin of its teeth, it is a treehouse. <laughs> treehouse is a state of, a mind, state of mind. <laughs> you guys remember when we had a we painted decks for a summer? Yep. I just remembered that the other day. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I didn't paint. I had my own company. You guys had your, your own company. <laughs> <laughs> I never painted decks with you. <laughs> uh, nor could you. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually come up later in the episode. Why not? <laughs> What's going uh, on with your life? Uh, I had my wedding anniversary and we went to the Texas uh, Gulf Coast. Uh, had a lovely time in, in Port Aransas. Definitely not the, the, the vacation place I, I would normally go to, but given everything that's going on. One fun fact about Port Aransas is uh, uh, walking seems to be a novel thing for them. There are a few sidewalks and uh, everybody goes around in... Um, and golf carts that are adorned, adorned with their uh, their favorite Ooh. political party, so um, <laughs> that was fun. But uh, did but, you have uh, a golf cart while you no, were there? No, we did the oh. walking. I got my steps Ooh. in, so okay. I, yes. I, I, they could tell I was an outsider. But <laughs> I had fun uh, uh, otherwise, and it was just a three uh, three plus hour drive, and and uh, yeah, it was it was a good time. Happy anniversary to you and Thank you. Happy anniversary. Courtney, what is new in your life? Um, nothing too much. It was my friend's uh, birthday, a good friend of mine in LA, and I wanted to do something to make him laugh because, you know, COVID. Um, <laughs> and I know you guys probably have heard of the company Cameo uh, yeah. with uh, Steve Galanis, right, as the, mm-hmm. the inventor genius um, who went to our high school. Who's and, been a guest speaker in my classroom for the past four years. I know. It's pretty awesome. It's, it's a great way to incorporate him. Um, so anyway, I was like, he's a huge Buffy fan. He's my, uh, he was my hairstylist out there. And um, I found this girl. She was 25 bucks. And I was like, yeah, let's go for it. And she was just kind of weird. This is a person who was in the television show Buffy the Vampire. Who was in Buffy. And I was like, okay, so she was in Buffy. Hell no who she is. 
great. I'll pay the 25. I'll tip at the end. So apparently there's tipping. And um, as soon as I book it, Brian, my boyfriend starts laughing. He goes, you realize she was only in two episodes? And I go, no wonder why it was $25. But I I send it anyway, because after much deliberation, I was like, whatever, might as well do it. No, I literally canceled and said wrong person, which sucks because she saw that. And then oh. I rescheduled her. Um, no, Courtney, you just... It was uh, just a monster. Um, you're and yourself into a hole. <laughs> I was a terrible person, but with a heart of gold to make my friend laugh. And we actually got video of him looking at the... And he, he immediately knew who she was, <laughs> knew the exact episode, the three shout-outs she did. It was incredible. So huge shout-out to Cam for being just like was it Dagny Kerr yes she's awesome so whatever weird stuff she was doing it was because it was stuff from Buffy the Vampire Slayer that I didn't get but he got everything how do you know this Patrick I wish it wasn't because he was good at googling (laughs) (laughs) it's it's called google Um, (laughs) but she was great and highly recommend any Buffy big fans Book uh, Dagny, she was great. All right, thank you, Courtney. So quick update, I shared a couple of weeks ago that I've been working on a video game and uh, just a quick status update. I have added um, enemies and the enemies are red wing uh, blackbirds. And if you live in the Midwest, you're probably, probably familiar with these evil birds that will just dive bomb you if you're walking around and it mm-hmm. felt like the appropriate um, enemy to have to avoid. I All love that. it. Look up All a right. crackle. Crackles are, work crackles into that game. They're, crackle. they're awful. I'll, I will, we'll I'll talk offline. Awful. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Now it's time to play for or against where one of us uh, will present a topic. We will analyze, discuss, and nearly always argue about that topic and then decide if we are for or against that topic. This week, the other Mike, Michael Winan, will be kicking things off. Michael, please take it away. I will. Uh, last week, we uh, I think we sounded like... Um, like the people's party uh, with a swan song for the proletariat complaining about the bourgeoisie and their $890 um, face masks for COVID and talking about how ridiculous that was. I stand by that statement, but now I present to you. I wasn't, but we'll go ahead. (laughs) Uh, I now present to you another fairly expensive item, a potato chip that costs $15, not chips, but singular chip that costs $15. Uh, It's created by the St. Eric's Brewing Company in Stockholm, Sweden. Um, They are using um, exclusive uh, Scandinavian ingredients. I'll get into some details later, but I want to get some feelings from you guys. I sent you over some information uh, about this this chip made by a brewery that costs $15 a piece. Um, Mike McFadden, what are your thoughts uh, on, on such an expensive uh, snack item. Right off the bat, I would say that this is very different than the couture face masks that we talked about last week. Uh, so I'm going to start there. <laughs> right off the bat, I am for the $15 potato chip. Um, I think it is just so st- stupid and ridiculous <laughs> that I want to do it. <laughs> I want in. I want to be part of the, the idiocy that is a $15 potato chip. 
Um, I do have one complaint. Um, from the looks of it, you have to buy um, a pack of five potato chips. I wish I could buy a single potato chip <laughs> because I think at $15 for a single chip, I could justify spending $15 to have a good story, but spending $75 Oof. to have a good story. I don't know if I could get there. So I'd have to find four other friends <laughs> who are part of like different social circles who wanted to get in on the a syndicate, a syndicate. Yes. Mike, I'm going to name some of the uh, flavors here that are meant to tie with this, uh, this, with their India pale ale. Okay. Uh, and then you're going to tell me which one, if you had to choose one, which one you think would be, the one you would pick out of five. Now, is there a correct answer according to <clears throat> the... There is not. No, it's okay. taste. Taste is, is subjective, of course. We have our truffle seaweed, which the name suggests comes from a seaweed in the Faroe Islands, which is uh, very far north in the North Sea. Wow, second um, Faroe Islands shout out this Faroe season. Faroe <laughs> Islands, really? <laughs> you brought it up re- uh, when we were talking about knowing all languages. I don't remember my own life. Don't ask me about <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if we play back the tape, I mispronounced. What are the name of the islands? The Faroe Islands. Okay, so not the Faroe Islands. That's what I just <laughs> That's said. A different one. <laughs> so they've got a brown algae that only grows there. We got the crown dill, which has got a dill made from the Bajare Peninsula. Don't ask me how to pronounce that. In southern Sweden, that's picked by hand. The Lexand onion, an onion that only grows in one town in Sweden. <laughs> the India Pale Ale wort, which is made from the stuff that, you know, is in the beer making process. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, um, Christ, this language is crazy. <laughs> M. Arnas potatoes, which grow on uh, hillsides that are so steep that uh, no machine can pick them. And they must be picked by hand with cotton Ooh. gloves. <laughs> what about the Matsutake one? Oh, I missed one. Yes. Oh, yeah, also, yeah. but then that the makes Matsutake six. mushroom. Aren't there only five? You can purchase uh, f- up. F- you might have to purchase it. Oh, least you have five. to pick. Okay. Yeah. And then the Matsutake mushroom, which is a sought-after mushroom that tastes like mature cheese. God, I wish you were a waiter in my life at some point. <laughs> right. Well, I'm I'm against uh, juvenile cheese, so I'd be more prone towards that one. Um, but I think there's something about the exclusive onion that only grows in the one town. Wex and onion. And how it can respect municipal boundaries is just beyond me. Uh, <laughs> but I'm for it. I would try that specific potato chip. Those onions are always planted on the 18th of May and harvested always on the 10th of August. As they should be. Of course. <laughs> Courtney, how about you? From? <laughs> um, I'm super for. And first of all, I was for the crazy spending masks because some people will then wear masks. I'm just making that point again. But... I'm super for this um, for the charity factor alone. Oh yes, they are. They do donate all proceeds to charity. So just right there, donate. And then they were sold out, which was very cool. Um, The sheer elegance of the box of a potato chip holder, if you will, was elegant. (laughs) It was beautiful. Um, It just screamed, uh, I'm rich, uh, hear me roar. Um, I think it's just a great marketing ploy for like pretending that you're just like enjoying a beer, you know, and some type and of And a chip. <laughs> yeah, and a chip, uh, you know, with your friends and the most like bougie, supreme, maximum like couture, as Mike would say. Uh, but <laughs> I, 
Um, and as I was looking at the different ships, I saw on the bottom that you could, that it also led to the most expensive sandwich, which uh, actually, peanut butter jelly sandwich. The peanut butter that's and in jelly Chicago, sandwich Illinois. Yeah, is in Chicago, Illinois, $350. So life is short, ate the food. Just to say you had that experience, you can say you had a $15 potato chip. Just don't do it alone, because that's just sad. <laughs> don't drink the beer alone either. It, it's funny well, if you do too, it. But, like, but it, like, can you imagine just talking to yourself alone in your like scary apartment? I don't know. I'm just figuring out. Just yeah, it, it's funny. It it's funny if you eat the chips with friends. It's sad, and you're trying too hard if you do it all by yourself. <laughs> and, but I also did imagine, like, let's say we were all hanging out, and like. Robbie came in to the room and was like, oh, hey, what are you eating? And he grabs the chip and we all go, no, because it was like thousands of dollars worth of chip. I just, for that experience alone and joke for the rest of your life to be mad at Robbie, it's worth Stupid it. Stupid Robbie. Patrick, we haven't heard Don't from need you. that to get mad at Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Patrick? Um, I'm against it for two reasons. One... Have you ever tried to eat one chip? Possible. <laughs> so I would eat it, and then I'd want more. I'd be very unsatisfied. I don't like that. You'd we have, have Pringles. four other chips. Well, yeah, but like with Pringles, like I'll grab a tiny stack and I'll be like, oh, I'll just eat this, and then you like eat half a tube and or two <laughs> tubes, and you still need more chips. And it's, that's number one. Number a two of chips. <laughs> <laughs> number two is this is for charity. But I don't think there's enough people that would buy $75 for sold out. It's sold out. Well, but sold out, what does that mean? Does that mean they sold 20 of them? Yeah. Those are important questions. I don't think it would have raised enough for charity for it to actually be meaningful. So... Eh, I'm against that as well. I was so, hoping well, that you, well, well. I was hoping you were against the specific charities, like you had a problem with whatever cause. <laughs> Swedes like, uh, socialized healthcare. They don't need any more help. <laughs> uh, uh, Michael, well, that brings us to you. I'm going to make us a majority four here. Okay. Um, I, uh, I, I'm a big fan of, of, of uh, esoteric foodstuffs. Uh, I go after them. I used to have a candy blog to find, strange and unique candies from around the world um this is right up my alley and i can also check in these beers from the uh, the saint <laughs> eric's brewing company in my untapped uh, app which i've spoken to in the past but i had to pick a flavor a flavor i think i would go with the m arnas potato it is a potato chip after all i want it from the most exclusive hand-picked potatoes from stony slopes that only face south <laughs> And are only picked at certain times of years in very limited numbers. Uh, that sounds like a good thing. You know, $75, while a lot of money is not, um, you know, a mattress worth amount of money, uh, cost per use is still pretty, it's not close. great. It's close. But uh, I am four. So uh, three out of four, eight. Bad, Patrick, you don't get any of my potato chips. It's okay. Suck it, Pat. All right, well, I'll brings... give you one anyway. There's five. <laughs> For charity the other purposes. Four. <laughs> he can't help himself. <laughs> All right. Uh, that uh, brings me to my topic for today. I'm going number two today. That sounded wrong. I didn't mean to say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Um, I mean, hopefully if, if I mean, you're regular. Right. Um, I'm going to go second today. Uh, so I want you all to um, envision 
almost any movie, and I want you to envision almost any television show uh, that involves a couple, all right? That Our couple has been together open. for um, a while, and we've now entered the montage scene of said program, and we're seeing them renovate their home, and they are painting. What is it that those two couples are doing? Well, of course, they are going to take the paint roller or paintbrush and laughingly paint each other. You've seen it a thousand times. I shared a link with you to uh, Benjamin Button's clip that's illegally uploaded to YouTube and Brad Pitt and whoever his co-star is, they're painting each other. I would like to know, and I'm going to reserve my feelings on this topic to the end because I want to see um, if my position can be swayed um, how do you feel about this uh, film trope of the couple jokingly painting each other? And I'd like to start with uh, Courtney, uh, because I'm desperately curious to know what you think of this. Please take it away. Um, I'm desperately for, uh, because it's basically a baptism of your new renovation. Okay. Um, You do this? Well, Patrick, I'm going to lead you there. Um, so we did a lot of construction. <laughs> Mike just gave, Wina just gave like the biggest eyes being like, oh, you slut. Uh, no, but no. That's not what happened. <laughs> it not looked like it. And that's how I took it. It was great. Um, so we've been doing a lot of construction and it's like super easy to get like stressed and overwhelmed. And like, I just turned one of our rooms into my very own rage room uh, <laughs> for my own purposes. I'm coming over. Awesome. And no, seriously, do it. It's so therapeutic. I can't just but bam don't, to the wall. Of the COVID. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also that true. Yes. Um, but um I I do remember like Brian and I, Brian like hugged me like very nicely. And you know, a couple days later I got into my painting, you know, uniform because you can't paint and you know, do all this demo stuff and just anything. You just sure. need to do it in crappy stuff. And I then see a perfect hand mark on my back that I had no idea existed. And it, it dried out perfectly. It was like, it was as if he bought it. It was really that good. I was, <laughs> I was impressed. Um, so to get back at him um, the next day, I put B heart C on his leg. And I absolutely took a picture of that, which I'll submit to you guys. And um, what does that stand for? Um, <laughs> Brian presumptive. loves Courtney. Could be C, but it should have been C. It could have been C plus B, or maybe it was C plus B or B plus C. Yeah, I wasn't that presumptuous. It was earlier. Relationship, <laughs> but no, it's fun because. It's yes, it, it so gets a four. little you like I'm it, and so you like it, and, and you've done it, done it 100%. It's, right. You're supposed to do it, okay? It's My- illegal to not, <laughs> Michael. I'd like to hear what you think about this film trope. Michael, tropes exist for a reason, okay. you know, you've only mm. got 90 minutes to mm-hmm. be mm. with these characters and to live right. in their lives. And so the two times that we see montages in films are one is when someone goes from very fat to very fit. And then once when people go from not in love to being in love. It's the only way to do it in film. If you could find another way, then you are a fabulous artiste. But this is showing that we're, we're not going to see the scene in the montage where they have to get in the shower and make, ah, shit, this shirt is ruined now. <laughs> like that part exists. It's, it's implied. 
Uh, I am for this scene. It shows intimacy. I honestly can't name another one where this happens, but I believe you that um, that is. It's there. You see, and that's. The, I actually couldn't come up with another concrete <laughs> example, but I know it's. It's there. in. It's, it's in. Not, if I can pronounce it correctly, painting. it's in the zeitgeist. <laughs> yes, sight. <laughs> <laughs> so I. It's not four. just painting. I, it's cleaning. Yeah, yeah, and or, then you throw or the a hose, like they hose other. each other mm-hmm. down. In yeah. real life, that'd be yeah. like, hey, what the fuck? Like, Better <laughs> stage, yes. We have dinner at 6.30. Like, like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, you don't see that part. But again, I can't go to Bennigan's like this. <laughs> that's fiction. You can't go to Bennigan's anywhere unless it's a <laughs> <piece>. <laughs> but, uh, Last standing Bennigan's. But uh, right. no, I'm four. So you're four. You okay. Have a heart, Mike. All right, I haven't shared my position yet, Patrick. <laughs> how do you feel about this scene in movie films? If you do this to somebody, you are a monster. <laughs> Uh-oh. Painting is almost as bad as moving. It's terrible. It's stressful. And then you're ruining somebody's clothes. Those are expensive. This is insane. I also hate movie tropes. The worst one is when people never say goodbye on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, you're so right. So I am violently for to steal that from Robbie since he's not no, here. Against, violently against. Against. <laughs> violently against. <laughs> All right, well, Patrick, I'm glad that there's at least somebody who's sane and logical and thinks with reason on this show. I am against this uh, film trope. No, Mike, you yourself at the beginning of the show said that you were a college painter and no, i seem to month. recall a story in which you placed a paintbrush that had some sort of sealant down on the driveway and basically ruined the driveway and you had to go back later and wire brush it and get some paint thinner and spend a whole it was like a whole thing now that again i'm real i'm really glad that you weren't it was definitely you patrick was there it was yeah it was you <laughs> I don't know if oh, we okay. told you. We kind of felt bad. <laughs> and I went to try to fix it. Right. So, okay. So, 10 years later, now you know. And <laughs> you should like have told them then because if you start painting people, splatters going everywhere. Usually in these films, they're in an apartment. So, they're just renting. They're ruining the hardwood floors. At very best, they're losing their deposit. This is a bad idea. It's also, now, Pat, I have to push back a little bit. Who paints in clothes that aren't going to get ruined anyway? That's, if, if you're doing that, that's on you, pal. I'm sorry. You have to but, buy new clothes to paint. Isn't, no, am I wrong? No, you use your old crappy clothes. <laughs> you rent a tuxedo. And you paint <laughs> your bedroom. That way so you're I careful. Just, Right. Every or time you steal I steal your this... father's Costco shirts, which I may or may not have done on several occasions for this house. Every time I see this in films, I just think about how irresponsible it is and then how <laughs> poor the paint job is going to be because you're just going to have like drips and globs because invariably the painting your, your partner in a, a joking manner leads to, as uh, Courtney would say last week, coitus. And so you just have like ruined your paintbrushes, ruined your rollers, ruined your drop cloths if you were using them to begin with probably ruined the uh, landlord's hardwood floor this is a bad idea i'm violently against um you guys on the left side of my zoom screen are completely wrong i'd like to before break quickly go back to the gentleman that we ruined his driveway now that i'm an adult and i know how much things cost i don't understand like he had he said because we couldn't fix it we like tried several different like solutions how do i not know about this at all (laughs) This is a nightmare. Same. 
<laughs> um, well, what happened? And why was, did they trust you to do this as like a? That's trust another good question. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no offense, but like. But no. he, he was just like, well, we were thinking about like redoing the driveway. So it's, it's not a big deal. Driveways are very expensive. <laughs> like we've ruined this driveway. <laughs> I gotta understand. But you thank you, still, dude. You can still park on it. You didn't ruin it. You just made it really ugly. <laughs> Whining made it really ugly. Hey, hey, I, I'm still innocent until proven guilty. What, if this is a big deal, why is it coming up 15 years later? Well, that's what I I'm think- saying is it wasn't because the guy was just like, oh, whatever. So it wasn't a big deal. deal. (laughs) I rest my case. (laughs) Well, the statute of limitations are probably beyond uh, prosecution terms. So, all right, (laughs) let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. For Against is brought to you by Bye Bye Liver, the party card game. Based on the long-running hit play of the same name, Bye Bye Liver, the card game is a mix of classic party games like Would You Rather, Never Have I Ever, and Most Likely 2, as well as some new games straight from the Bye Bye Liver writer's room. Both the original game and the expansion pack, The Deck Too Far, are available at ByeByeLiver.com. Use promo code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase. As part of this sponsorship, we've been asked to play one round of Most Likely 2. This week, Patrick will present our scenario. Patrick, take it away. So this prompt is very obviously Robbie, but it felt (laughs) very sad to me listening to the last episode and just having all of you pick me. So (laughs) we can't pick Robbie, even though you are going to really want to pick Robbie. Here we go. Most likely to accidentally take a selfie on the toilet. He does have all the fixings. (laughs) I said Courtney, but oh, you're not. sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, <laughs> probably me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I think I've done it actually several times too. Probably at work, just not trying to just at work. To... No, no, just like when you're sitting on the toilet because girls sit, and you know you're twiddling through your phone, and then actually accidentally the you know camera clicks <laughs> and you know there's your leg i don't know uh, and you reply uh, all to name. your entire office <laughs> yeah. uh, okay whining uh i'm gonna say me i don't think I've had, <laughs> i don't think i've had a bowel movement without my phone in my hand since like 2011 uh i'm gonna apologize in advance for when this obviously will happen at some point in the future <laughs> i'm sorry uh me and mcfadden I'm going to say not me. <laughs> I too have had my phone in my hand uh, for an equal amount of time as Michael Wynan. I've never done this. I've never even come close. I don't know what your problem is. Like, don't this open the photo up. gun situation. This is happening is. in the next it couple is. of weeks. It is. <laughs> well, I'm going to say not me and I'm going to flip a coin and I'm going to, I was about to say who would I rather see and I can't decide like a better outcome. Like I think in both cases, it's not great. Um, so I'm going to say pass. Insulting to Courtney. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't God. think that's insulting. I don't think that's insulting. I feel I like I'm very insulted, I but feel, like just would go you, ahead. But would you be more insulted if I said, I definitely want to see Courtney. <laughs> No, no. I, Let's no, I both think that would be a once. lovely, co- co- you know, compliment. We're in the bathroom. I know, but like, you know, maybe I got a good angle of something. All right, fine, Courtney, fine. I, I think well, Courtney. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> and then I'd sue you. Patrick, for how about you? Yeah, Patrick. What about I you? also thought Courtney right away. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like something she would do. 
Why, is it because I butt dialed all of you guys on a hike that I went on? Not too like long three ago? times in the same hike. <laughs> FaceTime butt dial. That's incredible. You should that's have that's butt FaceTime. Butt I've FaceTime. Done that yeah. a lot. I will say that I accidentally, I was on my phone and I don't remember what it was, but like if you double tapped like the power button mm-hmm. or like triple tapped it, uh, your, you'd send like an emergency picture and like three seconds of recording to your two like contacts or like your emergency contacts. And I was having an issue with my phone and I just like kept hitting the button to try to get it on. And I was laying in bed without a shirt on and sent a picture <laughs> to my wife and mother <laughs> that said like emergency, this person's in trouble. <laughs> right. Thank you very much to Bye Bye Liver for sponsoring this episode. Use promo code uh, code FOA at checkout to save 20% on your purchase. And we're back. The world's been pretty scary lately, but it's about to get downright spooky with the election, or uh, I mean Halloween around the corner. This is Mike Winans copy that I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> I would have done a better job with that. Oh, yeah, great could have sold it, yeah. Uh, Pat and Courtney have a couple of topics to help us get into that ghoulish spirit. Pat, let's start with you. Okay. So my topic is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> he needed the word. <laughs> wine, wine. Oh, no. Is, is Halloween costumes on pets. So there's two things to this. Yeah. One, my wife is very pro this. Every year we get costumes for the pets so that we can... Um, take pictures there's that <laughs> two i'm doc i'm just talking about dogs because based on this crowd and just in general life of most people putting cats in costumes is just dumb yeah so same with fish so dogs in costumes and i want you guys i'm on the edge i lean towards her because she's my wife and i want to make her happy but i want you guys <laughs> to convince me one way or the other i am going to start with I was going to say Courtney, but I think I want the lady in the middle. So, <laughs> Patton. Okay. Thank you. Weird phrasing. <laughs> I liked but, it. Uh, I liked it. You want the I'm lady in the middle? Mike's going number two. This is an NSFW that episode. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I, so I was actually hoping that I was going to go later in the order because I was a little bit unsure you myself. Want me to? Nah, I'll go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I've had a dog for five years now, and this will be her fifth Halloween, Callie, my Australian Labradoodle, um, who looks sort of like Patrick's dog. Um, and I, I don't know if we've ever done a Halloween costume for her. I I know I've always wanted to get her a lion's mane because she is like lion-y color, and I think it would look kind of funny. Um, but I think like we tried one on at a pet store and she just like immediately shook it off and it was like, mm-hmm. I'm having none of this. And so <laughs> like, I don't think we've ever done it. I think it's, I think it's okay to do. I'm not, I think I'm not against it. And I think sometimes they're pretty funny. Um, I know one of the links that Winan shared on pets topic <laughs> featured like a, a UPS costume and the dog yes. has arms. Like, I think that's funny. Mm -hmm. Um, It might be getting a little bit overplayed at this point, but I'm still for it. I really like the idea of, for golden Labradoodles, um, giving them a Kentucky Fried Chicken bucket because their fur looks like 
Kentucky Fried Chicken, and I think that's adorable. Although <laughs> it sort sends a weird message about what you're thinking about eating your dog or something, but whatever. It's Halloween. Have some fun with it. I'm going to say I'm four. Okay. Sway me, sway me otherwise, if, if, if you dare. <laughs> Courtney. The lady Extremely, in the middle. Extremely... <laughs> The the what the real one. Um, uh, so unbelievably for it's disgusting. Um, <laughs> I, I could have guessed. I, that. <laughs> uh, I have a son. I mean a dog. His name is Francesco Mazzone, and uh, he is twelve years old. If you can believe it or not. And every year he's been something different because we don't do the same costume every year uh, in our family. And I think the top one was when he was a giraffe. And first of all, the costume was far too big for him. He's a Yorkie, um, but not an annoying yappy one. He's just like an old stoner that, you know, pees and poops and that's about it. Um, but you kind of just, but he was a giraffe and the head would not stand up. So I would literally have to hold the head for some pictures and then he just rips it off and then it turns into a toy. So it's two for one. I'm super unbelievably for dog costumes, except for one costume for dogs. And that's the spider costume. (laughs) Because once you put that on like a black lab, that is effing terrifying (laughs) in the midst of the night. If you've seen any of those videos, you should post them. They're terrifying. All of a sudden, you see a giant spider coming to attack you. It would be a worse nightmare for me. Other than that, super four. Yeah, I think I would. It could be a little bit nuanced to say funny pet costumes I'm for. Mm. But like, if you're going for spooky costumes on a dog, the dog doesn't know what he or she is a part of. So don't make him. Don't make him bring negativity into the world. But you were just about to make Callie a lion, and that could have scared Jack. Do you never see Lion King? Lions are friendly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, all of them. Yeah. All, all of them, especially Scar. Yes. So considering, Courtney, one time I chased you around the video store <laughs> with a VHS tape that just said arachnophobia on it, I don't know if you're the best judge of scary spider things. I will never forget that moment. It is forever ingrained. You guys, I think we're all there. And I was screaming at the yeah, top of my lungs. That's true. It was Can fun. Confirm. It was a good blockbuster Friday night for the gang. All right, Michael. Uh, I am four. I uh, haven't had a dog in a long time, and now I've got Roscoe in my life. There's not an episode that goes by that I don't talk about beautiful, sweet Lawrence K. Roscoe and his uh, wonderful adventures. Um, and so I've also we live in a world of, of sad, cold, COVID darkness where we can't go out and talk <laughs> to our friends. So what are we gonna do instead? We're gonna put our dogs in in clothes. I was like, from like a humanitarian standpoint, like. I thought it was originally against, but I, put I was wondering a, who was going to bring that up. And I thought it would be you. I put him in a little <laughs> raincoat when it rains sometimes and he, he, he doesn't like getting it on, but then he forgets. So uh, like all dogs has a short memory. So I'm four. Let's, let's have a little love in your lives. Patrick. Okay. All right. Well, so I was kind of on the fence. I think I'm, I'm four now. So good job guys. I also have, <laughs> Way to go, other. team. What about the sound effects? <laughs> I don't no, think they you. like it. You voted that off the island. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. But you I'm can do here it. today. Go ahead, Courtney. You can just listen to two episodes ago on repeat. Okay. That's the beauty right, of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> um, so 
like two or three Halloweens ago when we just moved here. It was our first Halloween. Um, we, when we had our dog, Charlie, that was a dachshund, we dressed both Charlie and Freud up as hot dogs. And I made a hot dog box like uh, at the ballpark where you like serve the hot dogs. And both of us dressed up as concession people. And I had to go through a lot of effort to like get all the pieces because I want to make my wife happy because I'm a gentleman. Mm -hmm. And we dressed up and we went on our porch to wait for kids to come up. And there was like a whole parade of kids coming our way with their parents and not a single parent had a costume on. Uh, so we were two childless people there with our two dogs <laughs> in the full getup. And Amanda did not like that. So we went and changed and wore our costumes. No, five really? We got Aww. pictures, but okay. we wore for like the five minutes. The pictures were amazing. Oh, you remember? I do. I absolutely oh, remember thank that. Thank you. It was super I cute. I never saw them. It was like a concession <laughs> stand. It was super cute. Yeah. All right, so four fours. Let's dress your your dogs up. (laughs) Drunkenly? But not your fish. All right. Now it's time for Courtney to to bring us home with our final topic of the evening. What do you have for us? Well, it's plain and spooky. Haunted houses. Are you for or against? Let's start with Wynand. You're starting with me. I'm going to give you a pretty straight answer uh, why would I need a haunted house when I have the me- 2020 and the memory of a man's house I ruined from 15 years ago, <laughs> which I will now replay in my head over and over again and not sleep? In all seriousness, like our lives are scary. I don't understand scary movies. Like some people, I, I know people who are like, oh, I don't like spicy foods. And that sounds insane to me. Like, why don't you like this thing happening to you? Spicy foods are good. And I think they think the same way about me when I say that scary movies shouldn't be an industry. Uh, Also, haunted houses shouldn't. Time's a flat circle. I live in every bad decision I've ever made all the time. I'm against. Well, I almost want to clap you out with that. (laughs) Uh, McFadden. Um, I think that I personally (laughs) am against. I don't, I don't. I'm not into them. Like I just like I see a haunted house and I'm like, there's a thing I'm not interested in. I'm not like, (laughs) I'm not like against them. Like I don't look at them be like, why does that exist? Like I get that people like it, but it just does absolutely nothing for me. Um, I'm not as against as as my dear friend Michael. I don't live um, in sort of this echo chamber of my own bad decisions. I repress those and pretend like they never happened. I don't need haunted houses for myself, but if it brings joy to Pat, go for it, Pat. Enjoy your haunted house. That, that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> I will Beautiful. say if there's a Dio de los Muertos house, I'm absolutely <laughs> going to that. That movie Coco, great flick. Kids hate it. I loved it. Um, so that's my one caveat. That's not a thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but maybe it should be. I'm just saying, here's a free idea, world. Make a Dia de los Muertos haunted house, and I'll go there, and it'll be an awesome party. It'll Pretty be like sure it'd, it'll be like Ren Fair, only accepting death. It'd be a casa, not a house. Well, the whole Santa thing would be in Spanish, then. All right, go to hell. All right, Patrick. Uh, so I've never been to a haunted house. What? Oh, my God. And it's not because... 
I'm not interested. Like I, I would like to do that it's because experience. Because he died a hundred years ago. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I've just never that opportunity has never come up. There's never been a time where somebody's been like, "Hey, let's go to a haunted house." Just I'm never pretty happened. sure Courtney said that like every year <laughs> that we've ever been in the same city. A hundred percent. I don't really listen to the things she <laughs> says. <laughs> And you and me both, Courtney. (laughs) (laughs) So I I don't I don't know if I can have a full opinion on them. I would be interested in in checking it out because it seems like an interesting situation. Um, I did have a cousin who worked at like a legit big haunted house that was like huge in Wisconsin. People would come from all over the state to go to it. And him and the other people that work there had like a board in their dressing room where they would keep track of how many people they made pee their pants. And they had like a wager for like who could get the most by the end of the year. And he had like claws on and kept finding the same kid in this like haunted maze part and scaring the crap out of him. And then he saw him and his friends walking out to the parking lot and he chased this kid down and the kid just started running. He got into his um, minivan and he like couldn't get the door closed and he reached in for him and the kid just goes, oh no, I just shit my pants. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that is actually just assault. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's not a haunted house. What was the lawsuit payout? <laughs> he had a mask on, you couldn't tell. Horrifying. So the other thing I don't get about that is, like I understand it would be super scary if somebody jumps out at you, but then once they have... I don't think it continues to be scary oh. because that person is dressed up unless that's where like murderers yeah. go to like hide amongst. And, and then I, then that's scary again. Yeah. Like if they, if they guaranteed that they were actually going to like kidnap one person throughout <laughs> the entire season. So like there was actually real yeah. danger Stakes. involved like that. Yeah. But like, you know, you paid money to go there and we live in a litigious society. So it's not like they're actually going to do anything to you. So like, yeah, like I might get startled because somebody, you know, startles me. But after that, I'm like, okay, what next? Yeah. (laughs) All right, Courtney. Courtney, take me, please. I actually do want to take you to a haunted house (laughs) because you all are wrong. (laughs) And it's incredible. It's so much fun pre-COVID. It's so much fun. Um, I used to work at Universal Studios and we would all get a preview night of the, um, the haunted um, uh, horror show that they did. And there were about like 10 different ha- haunted houses. Um, and you Ten? were scared out of your mind. Yeah. And they had shows too. And a little behind the scenes action. Some of my friends were some of like the ghouls or the monsters or the zombies or the people that are were about to cut your face off with, you know, their scissor hands, whatever they were doing. The purge guys, those scared the living daylights out of me with those smiley masks. Um, but so we would have the preview night before um, Halloween Horror Nights had opened to the public. And I think specifically for this one reason, because in, in two of the, there's actually mazes that you go through and people pop Ten out, out of nowhere. Two mazes, I'm with you. Two mazes. Oh, it's amazing. It's like Halloween, like for the, the tops. Um, 
So you're literally walking through the maze and people come out, scare the living daylights out of you from every which way. And because you don't know where they're coming from and you have that kind of flight or flight fight, you know, response, a lot of people punch. <laughs> a lot of people punch. And some people have literally blacked out after preview night and then they don't show up for the rest of their because they got not just punched not just like a little ooh, like ooh, you scared me ooh. it's like a full-on knockout ko and this is why i done. should go to this yes because no you i'm not punch saying somebody somebody punch you, you can punch something this is like you just have to go in the mindset with your hands to yourself i think that is the key Put your hands, what I do is I cross my hands because if I do want to punch someone, which I often do just in general <laughs> life, but add that to the horror, you know, show, then I really do want to punch the people that are trying to scare the living daylights out of me. Cross your arms, go to them. They're so fun and they get dangerously close. It's almost an art. Do it. Super Not in COVID times. <laughs> there is one. I don't know if you guys saw my link. I sent one. There is one in Chicago. It's a drive-through haunted house. That sounds like that a good idea. People are punching. They're just going to floor it. No, <laughs> no, so it literally says the haunt is set in an alley um, off the red line where a horrible incident occurred. Um, like you'll first that day. Exactly. You're the incident. In Chicago. Yeah. Um, so you set in with a drive-in movie um, that sets the narrative and then, you know, demons, zombies, whatnot, they jump out and they rock your car accompanied by sound effects and sprays of blood. No, thank you. That's, no, that's thank right. You. Your car gets covered in blood. I don't know what kind of blood, but... You're literally, you're confined into your car for 30 minutes. Armadillo, no believe it or not. I just looked it up. <laughs> Very expensive. It's that's, how, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm unconvinced. Before we wrap for the evening, it's time for a lightning round. One of us will pose five for or against in rapid succession. This week, Michael Wynan will be leading us off. Take it away, yeah. Michael. Yeah. So, so if you recall, way back an hour ago, we were talking about uh, <laughs> potato chips uh, and, and strange flavors of them. There's actually um, a, a long history of of unique flavors. Potato chips. Potato chips is a vessel for for uh, many flavors. Different flavors. Exactly. Uh, so I'm going to name off some real flavors that have existed uh, in the not too uh, distant past, and you're going to tell me. Uh, if you're for or against them, meaning that you would purchase them with uh, hard currency. Uh, and Mike McFadden will go first, then Courtney, then Patrick. Uh, the first one is Lay's Cappuccino flavored potato chips. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Mike. I think I'm against this one. Courtney. Four. Patrick. I was lying. I'm against. That's on first. <laughs> All right. Uh, hers, American-style hot dog-flavored potato chips. Mike. Sounds gross, but I think I might be surprised. I'm going to give it a whirl. I'm four. <laughs> Courtney. Probably tastes like a chip that was just in your ketchup of your hot dog for. Patrick. Well, what I'm worried about is that people who are into hot dogs don't like ketchup on their hot dogs, so it would be a mustard flavoring, and I don't like <laughs> mustard. 
So I'm against. You like honey mustard? No, it's gross. (laughs) Another topic for another day. (laughs) Uh, I'm looking at a a photo of these uh, chips, and there's both ketchup and mustard on the photo anyway. So therefore, uh, by the way, it said it's hot dog flavored. It didn't say it's ketchup flavored. It didn't say it's mustard flavored. I don't know. I don't want hot dog flavored. Hot dogs have a distinct flavor. They taste like hot dogs, and that's. What this chip tastes like. I agree with the wine and it's a risk. The risk I don't want to take. Uh, <laughs> right, Lays again you know. coming back at us with the New York, or sorry, New England lobster roll flavored potato chips. Mike McFadden. Um, I would try it, but not in my own home. My wife is allergic to shellfish. Uh, so safety first. Safety first. <laughs> Courtney. Mike, socially distanced. You can come on over. We'll have some lobster chips together. <laughs> Four. Four. Patrick. I don't like the taste of any expensive foods, which works out for me, but not a big lobster guy. So against. He can taste the money coming out of his wallet. (laughs) All right. (laughs) 70 cent chip. We're not talking about the $15 potatoes. No, I don't like lobster. Which you were for, by the way. Uh, Mike Terrell's honey baked ham flavored potato chips. Uh, oh man! So honey baked ham. So this is this is a hot ham, not a deli ham, right? That's right. It's yeah, a, it's a holiday ham. I uh, yeah, I'd try it. I'm for. Why not? Let's try it. Might be gross, but I'm gonna try it anyway. Courtney, I had a Pavlovian uh, response uh, to mm. that, so I kind of drooled. Uh, Absolutely. More than you. Okay. Yeah. Patrick. Well, as we all know, honey-baked ham is expensive. (laughs) Uh, No, for that one. That that sounds tasty. All right. Last one. Walker's brand Cajun squirrel flavored potato chips. I mean, yes. (laughs) Uh, I'm definitely for that. I, I'm dying to know what a Cajun squirrel tastes like. I don't think I'm going to get the It's like a normal experience. squirrel, but, you know, <laughs> it's got a little bit of that Marty Ross flair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm for I just, I just have a very strong feeling that after Mike and I have a chip party, that we're also going to take a lot of good selfies that we don't mean to take <laughs> in the bathroom following up. I'm for All right, and Patrick. So I'm one of those weird people, wine and you don't understand that I don't like spicy things. So I'm against this. If you have a normal, just straight up squirrel, I'd try that though. (laughs) That's definitely not expensive. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That wraps up the lightning round. Uh, I didn't mention, but I am for all of these. I'll try them all and may start a chip blog. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you very much, Michael. If you are still listening, please consider telling a friend about For or Against. We really enjoy making these shows, but we are way more likely to keep making them if we get positive reinforcement from our friends, family, and strangers especially. We like when there's other people listening on the other end. If you haven't yet, please write a review on Apple Podcasts and connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook at For or Against Pod. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Just old friends on the podcast We build a defense On ridiculous topics Are you for or against Discussing random issues Man, this show is immense So tune in and choose the side That you sit on the fence Man, we debate a lot Issues, boy, where do we start Adults who drink milk And self-driving cars You're listening now to For or Against So turn the volume up This is For or Against <laughs>